God damn you all to hell! It's kind of how it feels right now. You know, like at Planet of the Apes? Like at the end of Planet of the Apes? Charlton Heston? Screaming at the Statue of Liberty on the beach. Spoiler alert! Planet of the Apes was actually the Earth the whole time. We're not going to talk about Planet of the Apes in this episode. We are going to talk about cryptocurrency and Black Lives Matter and uh, confusing videos. Um... Some of what we say in the second half of the episode might be a little controversial, but I hope not, and I hope you guys listen with an open mind, and uh, remember that we're just trying to have a discussion and figure things out. So, hope you guys are doing okay, thanks for tuning into another episode, and let's get into it. This is... Discussion ready. Voila. Your sound issues fixed. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Are your sound issues fixed? I think so. Okay. Well, um, I figured why Anchor was asking me for my name and optional email was because we haven't done this in so long that I was logged out. Yes. So that's a good place to start. Um, Sorry we've been gone for a while, everybody. We felt weird doing an episode while so much bullshit was going on. Uh, Okay. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) I thought you had more to go on. Um, (laughs) Of course, we were doing our... Uh, Star Wars episodes, which we still need to continue on, but we continue with the show and provide more episodes, especially if there's new audience members out there that are listening. Um, we got to keep up with with our stuff. Yes. Um, so, um... But to start off with, we have some stuff that Franco wanted to talk about, bring up before we get started. And so I'll let him explain. Yeah. So to start with, um, if you guys are new to the show or if you've been listening to the show for a while, uh, you can support it. And there's a couple ways you can do that. One way, the way that we hope you choose, the way that we will smile if you choose, is through Patreon. If you go to uh, patreon.com slash discussionready505, you will get to our page and you can sign up um, to be a supporter of the show. There's a couple different um, levels at which you can become a supporter. Um, one level, you get uh, you know a bonus episode per month. Uh, the next level, you get uh, access to some writing that we put up on the Patreon page. 
And then at the $10 level, which is the one where you get the most, you get uh, those two things, but you also get um, some really cool stuff. For one thing, um, any movie that you want us to write about, we will. You just have to request it and it will happen. And another thing, uh, you get a once a month Zoom session with us where we watch a movie that the patrons vote on. So we're going to do the first one actually this Friday. And shout out to our very first uh, $10 patron, who is Sam, who you guys uh, will know from a previous episode. Um, she was in the episode entitled The Shine and Stanley, and who hosted us when we went to Colorado for our um, first travel episode. Uh, thank you so much, Sam, for signing up to be a patron. And our so, only, yeah. Our only travel episode so far. Yeah, we were supposed to have another one. <laughs> and then. 2020 curveball curveball uh, also uh another way you can support the show if you cannot afford to be a patron and by the way with everything going on right now we totally understand if you can't uh you can review the show on itunes probably and uh you know just give us however many stars you think we deserve and write a couple words about what you like about the show uh last way and this is a brand new one, everybody. So get excited. Uh, drum roll. We are now going to have stickers available to buy that are created by my wife, Monique. Um, she did this dope little design that's kind of a variation on the uh, image that we use for the podcast right now. And um, I, will, I will put a link to those in uh, the description of this episode. Um, she's going to be selling them through her Instagram page, uh, and that should be up within the next couple of days or so. So we should put some on the our the dr Instagram just to show them off too. Yeah, that'll that'll be up too. And so you know there'll be different ways that you guys can can buy the stickers. Um, it's a limited run this first run, so if you want one right away, uh, be sure to look out for the link and get one uh, right away. Um, there will be more. Um, but, you know, if you want one immediately, just make sure you keep an eye out for it and get one right away because there's a pretty limited run for the first printing. Uh, yeah. And as always, follow us at ReadyPod on Instagram and Twitter. So um, now that we got that out of the way. Say. Yeah, now that we got that out of the way. <laughs> uh, they look really cool. I like the stickers. And too bad. Oh, I was gonna say, did you, too bad you didn't have the clapping machine with you. You could have had the little clapping sound of us having stickers. That is a very good point. Being, Woo! But whatever, we're failing. We're failing. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's it's twenty twenty. Yeah. Welcome to another uh, day in the life. Twenty twenty. Uh, all right. So let's get into it. We were just having a conversation before we started with this. Let's go back in that conversation because we're having some good thoughts. Go. Yes. Say what you were saying. Say your piece because I have some things on this topic anyways that I wrote down for the show today. So Okay, so DeAndre and I are talking about, you're never going to guess, cryptocurrency. It's something that we just both gotten, well, okay, I've been interested in it for a while, um, but we both just have kind of started learning about it because of all the bullshit that's been going on in the world. And... Um, so what we were talking about is the fact that the way cryptocurrency works, particularly uh, Bitcoin, um, 
I know this is not usually what you tune into the show for, but just like, you know, hang in there. Like we're going to explain some cool shit here. So particularly Bitcoin, the way, you know, the way that it works, and I don't know if they all work like this. My understanding is they all kind of work like this, but um, they are, they're dealt with through what's called blockchain technology, right? So basically there's all these different, um, and I'm just going to completely butcher this because I don't understand it <laughs> totally. I understand the the concept. I don't, I don't know the terminology for all of it, but basically of information <clears throat> that all kind of like update simultaneously that um, the Bitcoin is stored on and that these uh, transactions take place over. So there's not like, there's not one person or one agency or even one group or anything in charge of the cryptocurrencies. And so therefore the cap that exists on them is the cap and, and you can't just print more. It's impossible to make more. And this is kind of the revolutionary thing about them is that everybody within this community understands this. And because the blockchain technology makes it so that all the transactions are public and we can all go look at them if we want to, we would see somebody making more Bitcoin. And so like everybody at the same time would be like, hey, cheating is happening and we would shut it down right away as a community. So DeAndre and I were talking about the fact that it's not unlikely that in the not too distant future, um, governments could outlaw cryptocurrency or try to but what i'm describing makes it really hard for them to do that because essentially you can't just shut down the technology the technology doesn't it's not like you shut down this one computer you would have to shut down like i was listening to this guy talk about this the other day and he said you would have to shut down like literally millions of of, of like hubs of information and oh, okay. oh. There's that, uh, that, that, that's right. That's where I was going to go into it with you. Um, yes, there's, there's that aspect. It's the internet. You'd have to shut down. You're going to shut down the internet. Um, but at the same time, it could be restricted towards, and this is what I was going to lead into telling you to help us. Uh, even if, let's say, they don't have to shut down the internet, but they just make it so that the it, it can't be used. This is not value. Uh, we don't accept this in whatever, you know. Okay, that doesn't mean it's going to stop it because everyone who has got into it are going to continue trading with themselves and blah, 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 blah. Exactly. Uh, exactly. But at the same time, let's say full, full on, full on, if you are caught with Bitcoin, you will be persecuted, all this crazy shit. Here's the thing. That's what your cold wallet is for. That is why people with money have offshore accounts in other countries. And that's why you would do the same, you know, unload it into your cold wallet, keep it there. That will sit there, freaking create whatever you want, go hide it somewhere or whatever, but let it sit there. It'll create the value for you. And then one day when someone actually has a sense of mind to, utilize it oh look i have my currency replug it into your computer put it back into the system 
boom, there you go. So it's, and it fits in a thumb drive. So it's not like you, you'd have to literally go find people with those thumb drives and like hunt them down. And again, like even if you managed to get that thumb drive, you had sent it off to some other place that allows for cryptocurrency. So let's say Switzerland, you know, you, all right, I offloaded it into my cold wallet. I have like what Sean was saying, you know, about a, a just a small little computer. Um, and you guys don't need to know who Sean is. <laughs> it was someone who we talked about about that's all I'm gonna say about that. Anyways, um but you could literally just you know get your cold wallet. And okay, so I need to explain hot and cold wallet. So a hot wallet essentially is your digital currency on your phone or your laptop. So you have your Bitcoin, whatever crypto on your computer online. It's connected to the world. It's there. Um, it can be seen by others and whatever. But let's say you wanted to add a little more protection to it or just didn't want it out there and you wanted it close to home. So you could offload it onto a thumb drive, an encrypted thumb drive called a cold wallet. And there you have, it's basically like having cash under your mattress, that kind of thing, the thumb drive. And it's stored with you wherever you go. Um, so that's the basis of that. So hot wallet is basically like your bank where you have your cash in the bank and it sits there. Cold wallet is you pulled everything out of that bank and you put it in your mattress. Um, but pretty much so you... If, if they really were to like ban it and like shut it completely down, um, I'd just offload it to my cold wallet and start trading off in Switzerland or something where crypto is still allowed, you know, and it's not going to stop me. No, yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing. They won't know. Like, I don't, there's no possibility of knowing because it's not in my phone anymore. I'd be like, oh, I deleted the apps. I deleted everything off my computer and I just go get myself a cheap shitty computer with a vpn you would have to break through my vpn in order to do that and if you did that i would just get another vpn we just keep playing this cat mouse game but that's like dramatically dramatically like totalitarian like shutting it down exactly which which honestly i feel like is unlikely that there will be a total shutdown um just because i feel like you know, I mean, there there are a couple scenarios that I suppose could play out. Like maybe the U.S. could attempt to weaken Bitcoin everywhere by like imposing things on other countries through the World Bank or something like that. But, you know, even then, like there's only so much you can do, you know, like it, j just because of the way that it functions and the nature of it. And but, so, and, yeah. Yeah. And so I was going to say is like, if that does happen where they're like, okay, you know, you, no American citizens are allowed to own Bitcoin or trade Bitcoin. If we find you with it, you're going to be penalized. Okay. So what just happened now, all these other countries are going to have a leg up on us because they're allowed to do it. And you think that like, they're not going to know that the moment it happens, they're not going to realize like, this is sort of what we've been waiting for. We can move the world away from a U.S. dollar because all the rest of us can use this and they're not using it. Was that a question? It's a rhetorical question, but 
I was like, like, I'm not an economist. Maybe I'm like not seeing something here, but that's sort of, I mean, that just seems like a really shitty move to me. Like if I was the one who was making that call, I'd be like, okay, well, obviously we can't do it. At least we can't do it that way because that just means that like everybody else is going to go in on this and we're going to be behind. Oh, well, yeah. And, and it's just, but okay. The, what you were saying about like, you know, there's the uh, economists like also saying to go on a, a real like real world situation and scenario a lot of economists say that giving money to the people during this time would be beneficial to business and consumers and the capitalistic nature of our country but you don't see the government jumping on that fact you know and being like oh oh it, it would help okay here you go no it's all about like preserving well that's that's what's interesting too is that our 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 system of government is kind of just set up for like short-term gains. It doesn't really, it doesn't really encourage, I mean, in a way it encourages risk-taking and long-term investment for individuals, but for the community, it doesn't really like set up uh, like, like the tax cuts are a good example, right? Like for most people, those tax cuts expire after 10 years. Yeah. And to go into that, another reason, like, cryptocurrency is so adamantly like attacked by like people like this is because it's not taxed. It's not a taxable income. It's right. you don't pay taxes on it whatsoever. It's decentralized. There's no bank that's holding all the cash in order to, that could lose its value because of inflation um, or, you know, a bank doing something shitty and it crashes and you lose everything. Um, Which is a kind of ironic because like people who, you know, want people who favor higher taxes because they want, you know, people who are disadvantaged to do better. I mean, if we actually like took people who are disadvantaged and like educated them about cryptocurrency and Bitcoin and like, well, now they actually are the ones who have a leg up on people who may be richer than them, but don't know anything about cryptocurrency because this is an alternative path for them to build wealth. And nobody can like decrease the value of these um, coins that they're like buying when they can. I mean, that's what's so crazy about it. You can, you, you know, unlike with, with like stocks, it's not going to be affected by, um, inflation it's not going to be affected by these it's 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 once you start like watching the coin markets it's very interesting to see how they they're kind of like independent of certain factors that seem to shape the economy and then are really affected by like other things i mean i guess what i'm trying to say is like it's it's just interesting that people would be opposed to cryptocurrencies because they're not taxed because the whole reason someone is in favor of taxes in the first place would be to like oh well let's use the taxes to help people get services that they need well this could just be another avenue for doing that you just have to put your mind to it yeah but so here's on that trend of things the reason people you know on the forefront being like oh bitcoin's bad and blah 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 oh it's not taxed blah 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 that's not okay well if i'm a millionaire and I have to pay my fair share of taxes every so often. 
Um, but wait, I'm a millionaire. And if I didn't have to pay those taxes, I would be, a, I would have $2 million. Well, I want $2 million. What, what can I do about that? Oh, I can put it in a cryptocurrency because I, I would just get my $2 million and no strings attached. Are you serious? Well, I like that, but I like it for me. I don't want other people to have it. So crypto is bad. You should stay away from crypto because it doesn't pull out, you know? So that's the mindset of like someone who's like, who has money is like, wow, I could have more of my income without taxes and don't have to worry about it. And it's legal versus, uh, you know, those, those smaller time people that are like, oh, we have to pay our taxes. It's, it's just right. It's right. It's not fair. Like, but the guy getting rich is literally doing the opposite, but telling you, you should keep paying your taxes, but I'm not going to do it. Exactly. Yeah. So he's kind of cheating the system. It's very much freedom of your income. And that's what the big fear of it being is that it opens your income. It frees you from being tied to a bank. It frees you from being um, poor and impoverished because you can actually build wealth instead of being stuck. But people are probably, Oh, it's not right. You need, you got, you got to do this. You should stay away from that. Um, you'll lose everything. You'll no, 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 no. And that's when you should do something. And that's, I've learned that like when everyone else is telling you, don't do that, that's not, don't do that. Especially someone who has money and more than likely has some uh, more than enough in cryptocurrency. No, I'm going to do that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And it's, you know, it's a way to build wealth that doesn't like you can just keep building it, you know, like nobody can come along and say like, okay, well, things aren't going so well for us and we don't have enough, we don't have as much Bitcoin as we'd like to have. So we're just going to print like another 3 million Bitcoin. No, no one has the power to do that. So the Bitcoin that you have, it's not going to be subject to that because some giant industry is suffering because of like COVID or whatever, you know, it's, it's another Avenue. It's traceable. That's the biggest thing about, that's the reason with the blockchain, all that it's traceable, um, transactions into digital ledger. It's all traceable to someone somewhere at every given point. Unlike cash where, Oh, we lost $20,000. We don't know where it went. It's unaccounted for. What do you mean? What happened to it? We don't know. Someone just earned $20,000 because they took it and no one knows where it went or literally like that bank closes or institution closes one day. And it's like, Oh look, it's that $20,000 we lost 13 years ago. Um, But too bad our bank failed. That could have been useful. Um, What do we do with it now? Well, I guess we have to give it back to the treasury. What are they going to do with it? Why does the, why don't we just keep it for ourselves? You know, um, yeah. and here's another scenario: is you make twenty dollars, let's say at your job, twenty dollars, boom. Oh wait, but we need about five dollars for the taxes. Okay, well I made fifteen dollars. Okay, um, or if to be more drastic, like I made twenty dollars and they take ten. Oh well, now I only have ten. They took half my income. Um, if you put that into crypto. <coughs> Crypto is not going to be like, oh, well, $5 is going to go over here. So now you only have $5. You're going to keep that 10. And then that 10 is going to become 15. And that 15 becomes 20, 25, 30. And 
you don't get taxes off of it. So when you come to pull it out, you pull out $300,000. You don't pull out $158,000 and some change. You know, you pull it completely out. That's that's your money. You got it. Exactly. Um, but, but then it, it does become a whole different ballpark because if you were to pull, let's say, $300,000 out as cash and put it in your bank account, now you just went into a different tax bracket. So do you leave it in crypto? The best the best thing I can say to it at my knowledge at this point is if you need some, if you were to get like that $300,000, if you needed some, pull out what you need. You know, oh, I uh I I um pan- the pandemic cost me $20,000 for the year. Okay, pull it out of your crypto. There's your $20,000. You're still in your bracket. Nothing changed, you know, and you still have wealth growing in the background. And then you just pull it out when you need it and let it grow and whatever. Unless, you know, of course, some drastic thing happens where you, you're like, I need to pull it all out. But then just don't put it in a bank. Just don't use it. Just leave it there and then put it back in later or whatever. Um, there's just different av- – it just – it gives it opens up so much and it's annoying that i didn't do this back in 2010 yeah me and deandre have been uh like <laughs> lamenting hard so <laughs> could have been fun little story if you don't know about this kid i'm going to tell you about this kid real quick um 12 year old back about when i was in high school 2011 got $1,000 from his grandparents. Happy birthday. That little 12-year-old, because he had the internet of things and was able to, like, you know, mom and he, who, whatever, he had an iPad or whatever he had at the time, his phone even, maybe. But that kid had been exposed to, like, Bitcoin and was smart enough. He put that $1,000 of Bitcoin all, or $1,000 all into Bitcoin and let it sit there. Didn't touch it. Whereas other kids would be like, oh, I'm going to buy me a a, a Wii or a, a PlayStation 3 or whatever. Or, you know, I'm going to buy me a car or whatever. You know, um, spend it. They Any other kid would have spent it on non-wealth growing stuff. Uh, this kid put it into Bitcoin and just let it sit there. Never touched it. And come 2017... Um, well, come nowadays, I guess you'd say. So it was change. You could buy Bitcoin for like chump change back in 2011. And now it's worth $9,000 per coin. So imagine him buying $1,000 worth of coins of like, I don't even know what the price was then, but let's say like 10 cents worth of those coins. And he bought $1,000 worth of those 10 cents coins. And now... All those coins are worth $9,000. That kid is now worth $3.4 million at 19 years old. And that's so crazy. Um, yeah, because 19, because he was 12, uh, seven years ago. Uh, but here's the thing. If he had pulled it out in 2017, he'd be worth much more. Because in 2017, the coins were worth $20,000. So you can see the high volatility. You know, It can drop really low or raise really high. But it doesn't go down to zero. It hasn't gone back down to change. So that opportunity is gone. 
Um, yeah. But that's it. And for Bitcoin, that opportunity is gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's for Bitcoin. I mean, you can buy if you have ten thousand dollars, buy a Bitcoin. Like you're, yeah. you're going to be pretty pretty well set even with one coin. But you can still buy into Bitcoin as a share. So like I paid, I bought fifty dollars worth of Bitcoin. So I, I have point zero 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 four nine whatever of a coin. Um, yeah, just just buy a little bit at least, so you yeah. own a piece of the, of the pie. And if you want to keep putting into it, I'm, we're not trying to give you advice on anything. Like we're just yeah, talking we're, about cryptocurrency and what we've learned currently. We're fucking nerds. We're just excited about this shit. Mostly, like I don't know about you. I was thinking about this today. Like I'm excited about it for all the reasons that we said, but like the big reason I'm just excited for it is because I think it's cool. Yeah. No. Well, Franco, when we were, I told you go get Dogecoin. Like the excitement, your adrenaline kicked up, you know? Yeah. My kicked up, and I was like, look, and I've been looking at it and checking it, and I'm like, oh my God, look at that. Look, at, it's like fun. You're like, oh my God, I'm like making income within seconds. Oh, I'm losing a little bit, but look, it's growing more. Um, exactly. Exactly. And guys, like like I said, um, you know, we're, we're not people that should offer you, we're not economists. We're not people you should take financial advice from. Accountants, just- thing like that. Yeah, we're just nerds. We're just excited about something and sharing with you what we've learned about it. So here's the best way to describe it. So Franco came across, you know, cryptocurrency within the last year, you know, really, really kind of diving into it. He's heard about it, but like, you know, kind of really like really looking into it. And this also started because we started investing in normal like stocks and stuff. And Franco kind of deviated and went and started looking at crypto um and then started talking to me about it i have known about crypto since you know uh college and the problem with me was that i never understood it and i never really got it and so for me i was like why is it going to be worth my time if i don't understand it like i don't want something that i'm never going to understand and i'm going to have trouble figuring out blah 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 so i stayed away from it my nephew on the other hand who right out of the gate uh, since high school and maybe even middle school. I don't even know, but he like knew about it and bought whenever he got money from anybody would put it into cryptocurrencies, whatever it was. And so now like years later, he has more value because he decided to do that. Whereas if I'd done that too, I would probably have a nice income right now. Um, but I probably wouldn't know Franco at this point. <laughs> yeah, it would have left me in the dust. Um, and then Franco would be reading articles about like, man, that DeAndre, like, he just knocked it out of the park. And he's from New Mexico. <laughs> man, I should friend him. He seems like a cool guy. And then he'd be listening to my podcast that I created all on my own to be like, you can do it too. And he'd be like, yeah, DeAndre, I can do it too. <laughs> um, but anyways just deviating but anyways i didn't learn i didn't really understand it right but within the last few weeks i actually sat down because of the way the world is right now and it started popping up a lot more on my feeds and stuff and i was like all right fine i'll learn it i don't have anything else going on i will sit down and understand it so i read about it i researched it i read again until it got in my head it just clicked it just all of a sudden just clicked to me and it pissed me off that it took this long to understand it and I, I messaged Franco right away and I was like, we need to get into this 
now. And Franco's like, thank God, finally. And then uh, my, <laughs> my nephew too, I, I like told my, I reprimanded my nephew. Like if you ever let me go this long without understanding something that is this important, you better, I will smack you. <laughs> um, and he's like, finally, Jesus. But <laughs> it, it, it literally just started on, I started making sense with it, with what we know of the world today to what it could be, you know? So like basically the way your banking system works and how you understand your cash and how you make income and how you use it is the same way is the same basis as what you would do on cryptocurrency. Same idea, except it utilizes a whole different security system and a way about going about it, you know? And the reason some pe- so many people are like against it is because of what me like I didn't understand it, I didn't get what it was. I was like, well, what? I don't want that. Like, I don't understand it. And people just being like, oh, that's a dead, that's a dead end. That's a you know, like so many people say no, but there's even more people that are like, you're wrong. Yeah, and I mean, and it's like any great change that takes place, like. At first, people say no and they say no and they say no until they have no choice and then they say yes but if you get ahead of it before you have to before you have to get into it you're going to be the one that's like miles ahead of everyone else yeah and you know we might have audience members that are the same you know we might have it split where people are like oh no that's that's bad you guys are you might you guys are making a horrible decision in your life like you guys are gonna regret this later and then the other half is probably going to be like, wow, that's amazing. You guys are really ahead, you know, and that's that either side is fine. That's okay. Because yeah, we do get something out of it. If something does happen and the transit, this transcends to be the next basis of salaries and the way we go about life in the future, we manage to pull it off. Great. And if we end up failing and things don't work our way, well, you know what? We tried something and we didn't lose too much out of it. So exactly. That's what I was going to say is like the thing about it. That's so amazing is you don't even have to risk anything really to, to, to be a part of it and get something out of it. I mean, like, obviously if you do, that's, that's when you get the, the, the chance of like making a bigger return, but, um, to get started, to get into it, like, you know, we really haven't spent very much. And even if nothing ever comes of it, really, I'll be still happy that I did it because of how much I've learned about money. And like I said, it's just cool. It's just fun. It is. It really is. And it, it teaches you a lot of, and here's, here's actually, I was having this idea. I forgot. So I wrote the two notes down about what I wanted to talk about, about crypto. And we kind of, dove into yes. and we will uh dig into deandre's two notes uh right after this right when we come back bye bye you have a nice little pee break Yes. No. Did you say you hate me? I did. That's right. Well, you know what? You should come to expect that from this show. And anyway, with this show, anyway, has some notes. He's taking notes, ladies and gentlemen. 
So Fanny and I are clearly working on cryptocurrency. Who the fuck are you talking about? I told you every time we do the show, you're coming up with a different name, sir. I have that list in my DR ideation, my little notes here that I have. The top of the the notes, it says the title says DR ideation. And the first thing on my notes that will never go away, it says different names for Franco. And I have this fat list of different names to call him by every episode we do. I haven't so been. Proud. I, I was trying to get DeAndre to take no, take uh, take notes about what we we're gonna do on the show for a week because I have a little notebook. So I've been bugging him about this for like a year, and now he does it. It makes me very happy. But I did it mainly to get all these names, and I have all these names of how to say Franco in different ways. Um, so I will be utilizing that in different episodes, whether he likes it or not. Anyways, right below those long list names is my episode topics. And for today, it says crypto and Bitcoin and school price versus crypto. And I think we've talked about, really, we talked about crypto and Bitcoin. So the big one would be school price and crypto. So, Franco, how much are your student loans or how much did you pay to go to school? I don't even know, man. My loans right now, what I have to pay off is around 17000 Okay. And how much is crypto? How much is Bitcoin? $9,000? $9,000. So instead of going to school, you could have paid $17,000 worth to Bitcoin, and you would have actually earned money instead of paying it for education. And not only that, you could have gone and just got yourself educated after the fact. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Yeah. So if instead of high school, instead of going straight into, you know, instead of school, if I took my graduation money and that's before 2017 and I put it into Bitcoin, I would made enough money to fund my schooling and then some. So anybody in high school that's watching this show or anybody who hasn't gone to school yet, if you think about going to school, go into crypto first, and then pay for school. Get in the game, y'all. Get some of these coins. So here's something that I was that was running through my head today. Mm-hmm. Um, just driving around. So that that idea of, and this has been coming up on Twitter. That's why this thought came to mind, which was, why go to school and pay twenty some, sixty some, a hundred some thousand dollars when you could first start in crypto and like earn earn that money or not even if you didn't even want to go into school you know and just like get gain that funds you know you go travel off somewhere and just disappear whatever but the point is you literally as a student i still owe about sixteen thousand or something and that could have been stuff, something I put into Bitcoin and I wouldn't owe anything right now. I would have gone to school still and been fine. And if that doesn't tell you that this is real, I don't know what will. Um, so here's the here's a big thing that I was thinking about, which I wish in high school that at least in my senior year or whatever – I had a teacher, history teacher or economics, whatever it may be, a teacher that would have gone into class one day and said, students, here's our lesson for tomorrow. 
or later this week. I need you guys to either get $5 from whatever you have or ask your parents for $5. Um, it's going to be for a little project we're going to do. All right, bring here's the permission slip. Uh, and if and if for any reason your parents refuse to give you five dollars, it's just five dollars. If your parents refuse to give you this, I will personally give you five dollars. It's small. I'll give you that five dollars to use for the class. All right, and then come that day, you come into class. All right, ladies, guys, we're going to go to the computer lab. So what we're going to do is we're going to go on to something called Coinbase, and we're going to sign up your accounts. And with the $5 that you guys got, we are you're going to give me the $5. Since you guys are kids, you can't spend, you don't have a credit card, you don't have a, a bank account, you know. So I will take those $5. I am personally going to give those each of you $5 into your account that you're going to buy Bitcoin with. It's fun. It's tr trending at whatever change at this time, $5 into that, all right, in high school, whatever. And I guess if you're in high school, you might have a credit card, so it depends, but, or a card of some sort. Um, all right, guys, so we're going to set up your account. $5 goes into Bitcoin. All right, and now, through the rest of the year, we're going to watch that. We're going to continue class, but we will go into Coinbase every once in a while and check to see where we're at. And you won't touch that. That is not to be touched. And you need to make that personal promise to me as your teacher that you won't touch that for at least five years. And that means you'll be in college by that time or out of college just graduating. And consider that my graduation gift in college to you. Well, in that five years time, if you listen to your teacher and you were allowed to do it and you managed to do that, you would have money right now. You would have thousands of dollars and you would be thanking your professor, your teacher for giving you that opportunity, for teaching that to you, for being like, this is what cryptocurrency is, you know? And I wish I had a teacher and I wish someone somewhere was smart enough and informative enough to actually do that because then that would have given a whole classroom of students and think about it in high school you had that same teacher had seven classes so that's like seven class rooms full of students you could have given five dollars to bitcoin and now they have they would have money to do whatever they wanted everybody would remember that teacher everybody would be like mr burns told me to put that five dollars in and look how much money i have today he literally did more for me than any other institution, any teacher, or any person in the world has ever done. Hmm. And that thought came to my head today, and I was like, God damn it, I wish I had a teacher that was there to do that. Yeah, that's true. Problem is, most teachers, including professors, are paid so little that they have no time to learn about this shit either. I know. See, that's that's a problem. But like someone who just came out of school and knew about it, you know, like someone just someone who would have known, you know, because even, even the teacher itself, if they had five dollars that they just put in their own five dollars, they would have made whatever amount too. Yeah. So it it's it would have been nice. And it's a nice little thought that came up to me. 
And it was just a cute, a cool little dream that would have been nice if it became reality, but it didn't. Um, <laughs> but it was just a thought that I had. I was like, man, Mr. Burns, I wish you really existed. And that actually happened because it was taking me a hell, a hell out of time, a whole lot of time. Um, yeah, that's true. But granted, when the biggest hit happened was 2017. So let's say 2012, you know, is when we graduated high school and then. 2016 graduated college it would have been the next year that i would have actually seen that big pop so if i had waited, you know waited long enough but even that like if i had gone to school and accrued the loans and then in 2017 pulled out i would have been loan free and plenty of money there for afterwards so yeah yeah absolutely um but that's not to say that you missed an opportunity. You and I missed an opportunity. As I was telling you before, there's a third generation already starting. Um, yeah. And that's, that's, the, that's the beauty about uh, cryptocurrency, guys, and the blockchain and the technology. You, there's so many different avenues to build income off of it. So one, you could just buy it. You know, buy whatever. Okay, I want Bitcoin. I want – there's thousands of different cryptocurrencies. You got to watch out for some a uh, good amount of them because they're not, they're never going to fund you money. They're not going to give you anything. Um, and if they do, it's going to literally take forever and you're going to be waiting forever. Um, but, you know, just be, if you're into it, research, do whatever, but you can buy into it. You can mine it. So basically you buy this computer system. It, it takes a lot of computing power nowadays. Um, for now, uh, I didn't, that's another thing I didn't tell you about the third generation is there, it's looking at trying to, um, make mining easier again. So it doesn't take so much computing power again. Um, so that might be a potential down the road. So we don't have to buy into expensive systems, but anyways, um, you basically have to buy this separate computing processor. And it mines the coins for you and you get coins out of that. So you could get that as well. And then another way is to create your own, build your own. And I was watching you literally, they have YouTube videos on how you can code it and design it and build your own cryptocurrency. That's valid. And you could build something that way. There's just, there's so many options. It's insane. Yeah, it's there's a lot of avenues for building wealth through this technology. So anyway, that's just some stuff DeAndre and I have learned about it. And uh, I don't know, man. It's pretty exciting stuff once you start digging into it. Yeah, and if you don't, that's fine too. Um, if we look like geniuses, great. And if we don't, great, whatever. I don't really care. I don't either, but if it comes out, I mean, I wouldn't go into something like this if it wasn't worth going into. Exactly. I don't, I don't I'm not one to do stuff like this. I, I'm literally, I'm a person that if I'm going to get a new credit card or a new car, I research like a year and a half in advance. What do I want? What does it do? Um, is it something I really want to get? And what's the price? What is it going to look like? Like, well, my credit card took forever when I like got it the first my my not my first one my second one um my first one was kind of an easy choice because it was with my job so I was like all right 
Um, and it was low funds anyway, so I wasn't too worked up about it. But my second one was my main card. It was going to be the one I use every day and blah, 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 blah. So it took a lot of research to go. I, I The point is I research a lot before going into things. I don't just dive in and be like, oh, that sounds great. Um, yeah. So this is just one of, another one of those things. Yeah, exactly. I mean, again, you know, we can't harp on this enough. Do your research. Like, read all this stuff yourself. Yeah, because if you just jump in, you will get screwed. Like, there, there are ways that you could lose money. You could get scammed out of it if, like, you go into the wrong or listen to the wrong uh, person being like, oh, if you do this for me, I can totally give you this, you know, and you give them all your information and now you just got scammed, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's another thing you really got to be careful about. <clears throat> but it's it's it the the system itself, not not another human being, but the system itself is golden. It's well designed. It protects you more than a bank. I would say actually, it protect one. Of course, it's not taxable income. You don't lose yeah. your buying and value of your cash because of inflation and because of a bank. And it doesn't fail. If a bank fails, you lose that. Like your money's gone. You, know, you, mm-hmm. you, know, you might get, you might have it covered and insured, and great, you might get it back. But just imagine you working, and all of a sudden your savings is just gone because oh, this bank failed. Crypto yeah, that's a good point. I hadn't thought about that. It is, it is more protected than a bank in a lot of ways. And, and one of the things I saw a thing on uh, people were talking about, like how the FDIC is a, a literal joke as as a as an indicator for your money being protected by a bank and the FDIC. Um, and it was on the crypto pages, but crypto is more. Um, what's it called? giving i guess they like so they did have a hack back a few years ago a while a long time ago um and people lost their funds people lost their money but the company that got hacked paid everyone back what they lost like no questions asked they gave it they knew because of the blockchain they knew what happened they knew who had what at what given time and they gave them it back they're like we're sorry someone stole your your crypto here's it back you know or a bank be like oh well we need proof that that actually was your account um we're gonna need this information this information and this information um and (laughs) and there's no guarantee that you're gonna get all of it back exactly it's gonna be this bullshit that you have to go through and then ultimately you're still gonna get screwed yeah um but pretty much that's cryptocurrency there's so much more to go into it, I advise looking up for yourself to understand it because um, there's just so much more. But I don't want to just keep going on and on and on and on about it. We could, but yeah, for sure, that's that's our piece on the matter. <laughs> yeah. So um, in other news, uh, yeah, there's been a lot of shit going on. In other news, there's a lot of news. You know, I, there is indeed. Uh, for one thing, we just found out that Kanye West is going to be the president. 
Um, don't, don't even put that into the earth. Don't. What are you doing? <laughs> don't you? I, the don't earth. Go there. Don't you seeped it into the soul of humanity? This is why Trump got elected. Is because you said that. Probably said that in some episode. Oh wait, we didn't have the podcast yet. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Um, would you rather have Trump or Kanye? Uh, no, neither. Because that's that's like asking, would you rather have a celebrity or a celebrity? Yeah, but which one would you rather have? Uh, why are you doing this to me? Choose. I can't choose. Andrew Yang. I would rather have Kanye between the two uh, of them. Why would you? Rather... Okay, well, on the shitty scale, like... Sure, but that doesn't mean he's going to be a great president. He literally will be like, Aha, I'm in the studio making music. Aha. <laughs> that is not a good Kanye. <laughs> I, know, I, I can't do Kanye. I'm sorry. That Was that racist? I'm, I didn't mean to be. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't think it means racist. Um, no, but, he would not be a great president, but Trump isn't a great president either. Yeah, no, but I'm, it's just... I'm just saying he could. I did see one interesting tweet that said that he could. Um, ah, I forget what I forget what uh, I forget what position it was, but like he could put Elon Musk in his cabinet. I saw that, and okay, sure, but I don't want to start putting people, rando people, in in the cabinet that are just like, what, Kanye? Why did you pick Terry Crews? <laughs> okay, that's another thing. Everybody's mad at Terry Crews right now. Every day, guys. Oh, I forgot about that part. Yeah. Every day, I look online and everyone has decided a new person. They're like, it's done. He's done. We're coming for him. He's done. And I'm like, didn't we just love this person two minutes ago? <laughs> Did we? Weren't we like excited? No, it's fine. Some person, there's always going to be someone that's going to try to jump at an opportunity, and like that, that's the risk of being like in a position where people like everywhere know you. And like Terry Crews is going to be fine. You know, he said what he said, and what he said wasn't wrong. He wasn't like bad mouthing his own kind or anything like that at all. And he had a valid point. Um, yeah, and- I mean. And the reason people started going at him was because they got hurt, you know? They got offended by something that wasn't incorrect. I mean, was it, it like, the the most sensitive thing anyone's ever said? No. No, it wasn't wasn't a great thing to say. But was it the worst thing anyone has ever said? Like, no. Well, so... Should we, like, just never watch a Terry Crews television show or movie or like listen to an interview with him, even though he's this amazing person that like has spoken about, um, you know, like abuse in Hollywood and all this other stuff. We loved him for all that, but because he said this one thing that we're like, Oh, Terry, how could you? turns out you were a secret Nazi the whole time. So he's not wrong. And to bolster his tweet, Literally, a video comes out that you sent me and that the world saw where two white people, the video starts with them holding their guns and brandishing at these two uh, blacks, black people, and 
God, I don't even know how, like, I'm over here, like, my head, the back of my head is like, am I even saying these words right because of all the shit that's going on? I know. And so in the video that the world got to see first, you know, these two black people are playing the victim and being like, they pulled guns on us. They almost hit my daughter. And now they're, they're threatening to shoot us, call the cops, blah, 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 blah. And the world caught on to that video and was like, really? Again? We're dealing with this again? And yeah. And the other, video. Yeah. And the then both were pretty like, like, oh man, these people suck. Like, I can't believe they were trying to hurt these women. Exactly. Like, what the hell? Why did they pull their guns out and whatever? But then Franco showed me, and I had seen it come up too on Reddit, I believe. Yeah. The full video of what happened. The entire. Yeah, so there was. I should just clarify. So there was there was two videos. One video is um, the mother. I, if I remember correctly, one video is the mother herself, and she starts filming after she confronts the white woman with the gun, and the white woman's gun is out, and you see like from then on. And the first video is the daughter, and the the daughter was recording the whole time. So the second video that came out was the daughter's video and you see like what's what started everything and then what actually what actually happened between them. Yeah, and so the second video that surfaced that of course the world didn't get to see as much because the first one was already circulating and people posting on Instagram being this is disgusting how dare they oh, well yeah blah 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 and then the full video showing that they they were the antagonizers and yes. the people that were brandishing their guns. Did they take it a little far? Maybe, but they were in fear of their life because they were literally being like, we care about you. You are important to us. We don't know why you're yelling at us. We didn't do this. Nothing happened. And you are literally yelling at us right now. We're asking you to step away in the most calm way possible. And then not even exaggerating. They literally, the woman literally said those words to the woman who's yelling at her. She said, I care about you. And she got back in her car. She got got back in the car and said to be protected from the door and said, I care about you. I don't, I get why things are happening right now, but this is not okay. And the lady wouldn't have it. The lady kept yelling at her and her daughter kept yelling at them and saying, you fuck you this and fuck you that. Um, And then as they tried to leave, the mom walks behind the vehicle as they're trying to leave and all of a sudden acts like she got run over and got hit and that they intended to hit them. And then that's the car too. Yeah. And that's, that is when it triggered them. She kicks the car and she tells him to get the fuck out of the car um, and and I'm going to f- do this and whatever. And that's when she comes out with the gun and she tells the lady to back up. I don't want to do this, but you've made me do this back up. And that's when she's like, she pulled it. And that's when the video cuts into that. Ne- the first video, like she's pulling a gun on us. She's pulling a gun on us. Call the cops. And yeah, you know, yeah. And, and we were just as hoodwinked as everybody because all we saw was the first video and we're like, oh my God, look at this, like, you know, this horrible racist woman pulling this gun out on these people who aren't, who haven't done anything. 
And then turns out they were the ones who antagonized her. And she only like, okay, yeah. Like, was it a, like you said, like, was it a bit of an overreaction? Yeah, probably to pull your gun out. But also, yes, they were, they were being antagonized. They had their vehicle like kicked. They felt, they very clearly felt threatened. They, they yeah. both of them were being yelled at. I mean, people, when they feel that way, people react in ways, uh, they react with self-defense. Okay. I mean, it, nobody in this video is perfect. Nobody is like totally in the right. But to like, this is the problem is, is we had this first video released, you know, after our, everybody had already made up their minds about what happened and no one actually knew what happened. And the problem with is like everybody that lashed on in that first video is like, get them fired, get them arrested, get them everything, do this to them, do that to them. This isn't right. And guess what? They did. They, those, those, I'm sorry, but those poor people that were protecting themselves got screwed. They got their weapons taken. They got all their weapons taken away. The police took the ones that they had and then went to their house and said, you need to relinquish everything to us. And then they, they got slapped with assault charges and all that when they weren't even the ones who doing anything. Yeah, they were the ones who technically got assaulted first. And this is the whole problem. This is the problem with, like, the media turning the story for against you and, like, just even people. Regular people can easily edit a video and be like, oh, I was being attacked, blah, 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 blah. So when people, like, it's insane. And that's what, like, Terry Crews was saying is, like, if you don't level it out, we're going to become the ones that are here. Well, and everyone else is going to be... It's going to switch, you know? And what did he say? Black supremacy? Like, th it that's an example of it. Like, that video is a prime example of that, like, scenario playing out. It, you know, and it's it's like, this is a, this is the problem with, with, I feel like a lot of stuff that's going on right now is people are just very, it's a very tense time. People are kind of, like, jumping to conclusions. Like, like I'll say it again. Like, DeAndre and I both did. I saw the first video and, and I was upset and I sent it to him and we both, we were texting back and forth and I was like, Oh man, fuck these, these people, these people are racist. Like I can't believe that they would, you know, antagonize these two black women who haven't done anything. And then we see the whole video and it's like, Oh my God, like this is not at all the situation that we thought it was, you know? And this, and this to me is kind of like a microcosm of what keeps happening with like, okay, we see, I, I think the Terry Crews thing is a good example because we see one moment, you know, he tweets one thing and then we take that out and we're like, okay, this one moment, this one tweet that he has defines his entire life. And we're just going to like, you know, cancel him and decide that he, his, his career's over. And like you're saying, he'll be fine, but still, you know I mean? Like this keeps happening over and over again. And it's like, guys, this is not sustainable. We cannot do this. We have to start looking at each other as, as what we are, which is complicated and try to understand what's really going on. And by the way, you know, that doesn't mean that like, you know, that we stop trying to have equality and have all these other things. Like, you know, I, I, I completely support like Black Lives Matter. I completely support the movements that are going on right now, the protest movements. Um, but at the same time, you know, that, that is not the same thing as just like, 
oh, this person said this one thing that I, that I don't like. And so, you know, or, or the, I saw this part of this video and I, and I don't have the whole picture. And so I'm just going to like, you know, start this campaign around like getting this person fired or whatever. Like we have to start understanding that like, you know, we can't just like, we've all made mistakes. We've all said things that we regret. We've all had moments where we were um, acting in ways that later we would come to regret. And and if we're going to like define each other by these one moment uh, instances, you know, really nobody's going to be safe because everybody has one. And, and, and especially now with the internet, whatever yours is, we can find it. People can find it. And um, so unless we start like changing the conversation around this and being like, okay, you know what? Like, yeah, this happened in this moment, but we need to have the full picture before we like cast our judgment. This is going to affect like every single person. Sorry, I'm just trying to see if I can find an update on the news on on that whole thing. And uh, <clears throat> this was from July 6th, which was yesterday. Yeah. Uh, it says, oh, I guess, so this happened in Detroit or somewhere. Well, this says CBS Detroit. So husband and wife were charged Thursday with felonious assault, a four-year felony, four-year felony after a video captured a woman pulling a gun on a mother and her two daughters went viral Wednesday. 32-year-old Jillian Wustenberg and 42-year-old Eric Wustenberg both had handguns and concealed pistol licenses, so they legally had them. We have, uh, where is it? Eric Wustenberg worked as a coordinator for Veteran Support Services at Oakland University. Oakland University released a statement on the incident Thursday afternoon. We have seen the video and we deem his behavior unacceptable. The employee has been notified that his employment has been terminated by the university. He lost his job and charged. It inc- the incident happened Wednesday evening when uh, Tequila Tequila Hill a black woman said her 15-year-old daughter was allegedly bumped into by a white woman at Chipotle. See, and here's the thing. So it says says that, right? And by all accounts, what apparently happened was like they just like kind of brushed elbows. Like she accidentally like – it was like kind of a tight like walkway, you know? And so you accidentally ran – like bumped the handbag or something. Yeah. That was it. That was it. That's what caused that this whole thing. Um. 15-year-old Michaela Green asked the woman for an apology when she said the woman began yelling at her. And that does you don't see that in the full video. She's not yelling. She said she I'm pretty sure she apologized too. She's like, I didn't, I don't have to, but I'm anyways. Then the initial encounter was not caught. On, the initial encounter was not caught on after the altercation moved to the Chipotle parking lot near the woman accused of bumping into Green, which possibly means. Uh, they don't have the full video that someone submitted and they're like, here's the video of what we caught. And it's that first video, not the second one that came out. Hmm. Which is unfortunate. And okay, a longer version of video was posted on YouTube. There's a video circulating social media woman putting a pistol at another person who is recording the altercation. Contrary, contrary to what the title suggests, this did not occur in our city. It appears that it happened in Orion. Okay, but that's still but okay so they do know so they're still getting charged and all that even though they have the full thing like this is just like this sucks you know because they bumped into you and then you overreacted 
you know what's frustrating to me about this man is like there are real things that that people you know it's going around all all over twitter right now it's all over instagram brianna taylor very real instance of violence and brutality okay. by police okay. where she's murdered in her home right yeah i'm sorry i just my train of thought went to that i don't want to that is very important that is 100 percent important and on that subject those cops are still out there they're not that's arrested. what i'm saying yeah that's what i'm saying like like again that's this is going all over, around all over twitter arrest the cops who murdered brianna taylor that is a real thing if people want to like focus on something and be angry about injustice that is a real example of injustice that that we could be making calls about that we could like be using our resources to to fight for not this this thing that happened where you know the, the people that are being like charged and that lost their jobs actually turns out they were just <laughs> caught in a shitty situation and you know reacted the way that probably most people would have reacted in their situation. Yes. And here's the thing to bring the duality over to another situation, very similar sit set up and they get to, they still have their house. They still have their jobs and nothing's been done to them. Those. And not only that, but they were probably less trained on how to use a gun than that couple was because in the video, if you noticed, she doesn't have her gun hand on the trigger. She's pointing it down. She's, following every trained protocol she is supposed to be, even though she pulled it out, which escalated the situation, sure. But she was highly trained in that weapon. You can see it in her, her body language. The video she knows that, what she's doing. Yes. The video of that stupid, rich-ass couple that had the giant, the, the fucking princess pistol and... The, the assault rifle pointing it and brandishing at protesters and themselves had no idea what the fuck they were doing because exactly stupid lady is holding the damn trigger, which you should never do until you are in, you have the intent to fire. You do not touch that trigger. It stays on the side of that gun and she was brandishing it around. Like she's a cute, cutesy little princess. And this is my house. Nah, nah, nah. And Doesn't then the guy pointed at her at one point yeah, too, like three times. He's waving it like he's goddamn Tony Montana. <laughs> and he's over here, at least, at least he knew how to like keep his finger off the damn trigger. But he was still aiming it around and yelling at protesters. Protesters. They weren't even interacting with them. They were walking by their house. They weren't even going near the house. And they were like, "Stay off my lawn!" And all this bull crap. Those. Why aren't those people? Those people are way worse in, in a way worse, like brandishing weapons than the ones that were clearly trained and were clearly threatened. Exactly. And I'm sorry if I get hate for this, but watch the other video. Watch the full thing. Like you'll you might get your idea switched too. I'm not saying it was either situation was okay. Neither of them should have pulled guns. But what else are you going to do when literally they're blocking you in and, and they and both sides called the cops? Let's be clear here. Both both sides called the cops on that that Chipotle situation. Exactly. Both sides I think talking about it and everything. But yeah, they what what else are you going to like? 
Uh, I think the, yeah. I think the main point is like you, when you watch the second video, you realize this is not what I thought it was. And this is not what people are pretending it is. Like it is, it is a couple that, you know, what, no matter what happened, got into a situation where they're being, you know, screamed at and um, they have people that are being aggressive with them. And you know what? I don't really care who it is. If somebody gets in your face and is screaming at you and is blocking in your car and then is kicking your car, it doesn't matter what the other person, it doesn't matter if the other person is actually like threatening to you or not. If that's happening to you, you're probably going to perceive it as threatening, especially if it's a situation where there, you don't have a lot of options. You know what I mean? Like they're already saying, they're already trying to escalate this to as bad as it can possibly be. They're already trying to say like, we're going to call the cops. I'm going to say you ran over my daughter who was obviously standing next to me. It's fine. But like, yeah, you're going to be scared. You're going to, you're probably going to overreact. Does that mean you pull a gun? Um, Ideally? No, I don't think you should pull a gun, but I mean, just for one minute guys like like imagine that you're in that situation and imagine what you would do you know i mean i think if most of us are honest with ourselves we would say i'm not so sure i'm not totally positive that i would make the perfect decision in that moment i, I you know i'll tell you guys just from my own life like you know i've been in situations where people have accosted me and yelled at me and screamed in my face and i haven't always acted in the, in the way that I, that I, um, you know, wish I had, you know, I, like, I think back on, on situations where, you know, I, I was at, you know, a, a concert with my wife, for instance, and I had someone screaming in my face and saying that we needed to move and all this shit. And I don't think I handled it the way that I should have. I mean, I definitely said things that I wish I wouldn't have said, you know, I didn't say anything, um, you know, I didn't say anything racist or anything like that, but I, you know, I, 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 um, I definitely didn't say anything nice. I didn't say anything that I, I would normally say in everyday life. Um, I definitely was more vulgar than I usually am. And my point is just like, until you are in a situation. And I think a lot of people who are commenting on this shit have honestly never been in this situation. Like until you're in the situation where somebody is, is, again, like is screaming in your face, is being aggressive, is maybe like, you know, kicking your car or trying to block you in. You don't know what you would do. That's just a fact. And the lady, the Hill, the one, the the mom who did all that anyways, also in her like, you know, news or whatever article said that she, this is America. I've never had a gun pulled on me. Well, shit, maybe if you keep doing this bullshit every once in a while, something's going to happen to you. Like it's, it's, I just, it makes, it bothers me because there's actual situations like Brianna Taylor and like everyone else that's unjustly been killed or treated. And then there's these ones who capitalize on a minor thing, a small thing. Like you, it was, it was probably not even a bump. She probably got like grazed or something, you know, like, especially if you have one of the bigger handbags, I know I've accidentally ran into like someone and I'm like, Oh shit. You know, like, oops. But yeah. And they've overreacted. Yeah. But it's a situation like what we're dealing with in the country right now that like emboldens you to be like, 
this, you know, no, 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 that's not what we need to worry about. It needs to be the literal unjustness of this. But now we have an unjust situation here that you created that we need to take care of. And it's 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 not helping anybody. Yeah, no. it's, it's not helping anybody. It's not making it better. And if you're like trying to defend this situation and trying to say like, well, they were totally in the right, um, you know, whatever, like, come on, man, like, look in the mirror. We got to be honest about these things when they happen. We have to be willing to let people have a little bit of like, you know, I don't know, good faith. You know, we got to be letting people have a little bit of humanity and just like own up to the fact that none of us are perfect. You know, like we can't just demand that everybody is suddenly be in perfect um, behavior at all times. We, you know what I mean? Like, we, and that doesn't mean that we, again, that doesn't mean that we don't like fight for justice or that we don't, you know, try to get more positive change um, and equal treatment for everyone. That Because that is incredibly important, especially right now. We need to be fighting for that. But this is we, not that. This is something else. The way we get through this as a minority group. Black, Asian, Hispanic. Like what? DeAndre and I, Hispanic. Latinx, whatever. I really don't care. <laughs> um, as a minority group, which will soon be the majority, actually already is as of 2020, but that's children. They won't be counted until they're adults. Yeah. And we actually have a shift in the world. But that's about 20, I forgot, 2040 something. Uh, anyways, I digress. The way we get through this as a minority group going into the transitionary period of becoming the leaders and the group, the bigger ones isn't to be the same of what we learned from the oppressive and the bigger major- majority. It's not to be, oh, well, they did it to us, so we are going to do it to them, especially now that we're going to have the power. We're going to make sure you're treated the same way we were treated. No. We... Take the high ground. What we do positively to affect us, whatever we do for us, you know, whether it becomes investing in things that we as a group care about, um, vote for people that we as a, a group care about. Yeah. That for the change that we care about. That's how we win. And that's how we earn the respect and build a better world we don't go back and be like okay so we want this person in office this person in office this person in office and we're going to support this business and this business because they don't give to the white people and they're going to make sure those white people are put in cages just like we were no no they'll feel guilty when we earn our rightful place as the group that demands <laughs> whatever happens in the world and they'll lose their minds when they lose their power. And they've already started doing that. As you notice, Karen's left and right at the stores yelling about freedom and this and that. And knowing that they're losing their grip on what they saw as their life, as their power, as their perfect little situation on top of the hill. They're sliding down the hill as we're rising on the hill. Our time is coming. Their time is done. That's right. That's all you that's it. And but we can't go on being like, oh, well, we need to oppress that group because they did it for centuries with us. No. We do us 
and we don't even bother with them. They, right. they, they lived, they did their thing. Now it's our turn and we're going to make it better. And with that, uh, we're going to wrap it up. Sorry on the rant, man, this, this got, this went from crypto to uh, justice real quick. It really did. Uh, but I'm glad. I think it was, I think it was good. I, but know. yeah, we need to, we're kind of <clears throat> here. All right, guys. Well, like it, hate it, whatever. You know us. We're here for all that and more. So come at us with whatever you think you have to talk to us about whatever. If you want to talk shit and whatever, join the Patreon and subscribe so you can yell at us if you want or yeah. praise us. It doesn't matter. Um, and we're happy to talk about these things and discuss because we are ready. <laughs> Funny. Um, <laughs> but don't come at us with like faceless stupidity. And well, and I'm sure most of you aren't like you you would genuinely you're here to listen and want to discuss things. But we're not trolls don't have a place here. We're not going to like feed into dumb people being like America 2020 Trump. Why? But why? Like why? Why? Tell me why you feel genuinely why Trump should be our president. What has he given to you? Oh, he's building a border. Well, no, but personally, what is it that you like about him that he's providing to you? And yeah, let's you have a discussion. Him, yeah, you can tell me, oh, well, he lowered these taxes for me, which allowed me to thrive with this. Okay, that's good. Okay, so he helped you get your business off the ground because of policies or whatever. Great, awesome. And same way on the other rate. I hate Trump. I'd rather have Joe Biden, but I'd rather have someone else. But because the way the system is, you know, whatever. As long as it's a valid discussion and it's not just here to waste my time. Give us some substance. Yeah. Okay. One sec. We'll be right back. Man, we really went hard in the paint with this one. This broadcast was presented by Donald J. Trump for America. Trump 2020. Folks, you're going to buy all the Dogecoin. You're going to buy it. It's going to be great. <laughs> We're going to get the Doge. And some he's, he's not about the Bitcoin life. That's right. I believe in Dogecoin. Not Bitcoin. Uh, Bitcoin's a loser. Total failure. It was absolutely horrible. And okay. I said it would be horrible. And I said, probably. It'll probably worse and worse than horrible than you could even imagine. But actually, Dogecoin is going to be great. And we're going to see. And I think you will see. And I think this guy right here, I think he knows. You do, don't you? You know. I know you do. I know you do. Because you always do. That's we're right. Gonna, we're going to make the American dollar bigger than ever. It's going to be the biggest dollar the world has ever seen. Literal dollar. We're going to sew it together. We're going to show the world <laughs> biggest value we've ever made. No gold. No so what? It's going to be so big. In fact, I think probably it'll be so big that we're going to spread it as a blanket over over the entire country, folks. Over the whole country. And I do think some people will say, you can't do that. You can't do that. How are you going to do that? But we're going we're gonna to do it. We're going to come back it's going to be great. The whole country's going to love it. We're going to be amazing. And uh, these folks right here, they know. They're the ones that know. You know, don't you? Yes, you do. You want it. I know you do. Oh. I know you want it. And oh. you're going to get it. Doesn't even know what he's dealing with. 
Come on, man. My my, <laughs> <laughs> my buddy. This guy says he's gonna. My my Joe Biden. He he's your next president, and I can't do an impression of Joe Biden because that is hard. <laughs> it's a lot harder than it sounds, isn't it? Yeah, I was trying to do a, a raspy voice, and it ended up dipping into Obama there. And I'm like, okay, well, I can't do Joe Biden apparently, but it's okay. Uh, listen. Joe is gonna be asleep the whole time, so I got it. you really got nothing to worry about. Sleepy Joe, listen. Sleepy Joe, twenty twenty. Just play Return of the Mac. Yeah, beautiful things that UBI could do for you. <laughs> Looking to cryptocurrencies. Okay, first of all, I going back into this. If you are going to the cryptocurrency, do not listen to Franco. I love my readers, and I'm going to protect my my readers, the the watchers of the show, the listeners, whatever. God damn it! Um, do not, do not for the life of me, do not you don't you dare go into Dogecoin right now. Don't do it. Franco's just trying to get his profits in. I'm trying to protect you. <laughs> I didn't tell anybody to do anything. Um, <laughs> Donald Trump told you to do it. So. That's right. Trump told you to do it, not me. Well, um, I hope we don't get canceled for this episode. But if we do... We'll come back as ready discussion. That's right. That's right. We'll, we'll revamp and... Uh, yeah, we'll come back for like our new right-wing followers, I guess. Honestly, Franco, if anybody was to get canceled, it'd probably be me first because I'm so controversial. <laughs> and then you would be in the background being like, well, it's just me, guys. I had to uh, I had to renounce DeAndre from the show because of all the things he said. That That's exactly what happened. Yeah, I would sell out and, and uh, save my, uh, my face, save profits. And then in the background, I'd just be like, well, that sucks, but at least they got my cryptocurrency. So, later. Right. Suckers out. But all reality, guys, just want to encourage everybody to do your research, try to learn what's really going on. In all reality, this is our reality. That's right. Don't make harsh judgments. Make rational judgments. Be safe. And also arrest the cops who killed Breonna Taylor. And all the other ones that are still needing to face justice for the BS that they've pulled in this country. It's not okay. And, you know, okay, there's so many discussions to have. There's so much happening in the news, but that's what we went with today. That's what you get. If you want more, if you want want to talk about the protests, if you want to talk about whatever else happened in the damn world, then sign up for our Patreon, select those topics, and have your own discussion with us. Yeah, that's right. Tell us what you want us to talk about on Patreon, and we will. And you can listen to it, but you got to pay. And I want to thank any new listeners that came in. We've been pushing on certain things here and there. I know I've mentioned things, so there might be some new Yang gangers up in here. But um, I mean, I hope you like the show if you made it this far. If not, well, this was for nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Thank you to all, all the new listeners and all the old school listeners. I hope you guys are doing okay. Hope you're wearing a mask. If you're protesting, I hope you're protesting safely. Um, and man, we really are the harbingers of death, aren't we? We really are. I just realized that, like, that that saying was just a joke, as in like millennials destroy everything. But now, what 
us getting like the backing of Gen Z, we're really getting into things. Exactly. Now, we went from, <laughs> we went from ruining your uh your uh malls and your uh I don't know what else what other things that they blame us for and your napkins to uh social justice and uh policy changes. Yeah, so you're welcome. You're you're gonna be welcome. That's right. Alright guys, well thanks for tuning in to another episode. Uh we'll be hitting you with the Star Wars series coming back probably next week or the week after. But we'll let you know. Busy times and Stay strong. Let's see how we go about the next six months since our government seems to be slow on the uptake now. So Yeah. Halfway through 2020. Yeah. Godspeed and let's hope to uh, survive the second half of this year. Yeah. Take care of your immune system. Immune system and your mental health. That's right. Don't, don't get into your own head about things. Turn off your phone for part I, of the day. Yes. Actually... If you can do it, do it. Turn off your phone. Ignore it. Get some sleep. Read a book. Meditate. I I hope you're getting enough sleep, y'all. Yeah. But it's important. And you know what? Here's here's a good advice. Here's a good thing. Do get into cryptocurrency because <laughs> if you're someone who is literally working a minimum wage job, risking your life. For a virus that you shouldn't be risking your life for because it literally does not care. But humanity cares so much about their goddamn McDonald's. Um, get into crypto. Crypto literally gives you the freedom to decide what you want to do with your life. Sure, it might not be right away, but start now. You're going to be fine down the road. Um, said. If I had started in high school like we've been talking about or any of us, we'd be fine right now. Literally, every if everybody had gotten into crypto, we would all be fine right now. We no one would be working. We'd be like, we don't have to work. Don't worry about it. We have money. It's fine. Yeah, no. Okay, well, um, you're probably gonna hear us talk more about crypto in the future. So I hope you guys enjoyed our little like information session. Um, we're growing. We're, we're getting into it. So we're in our second year of this, and we're growing as humans and learning and and. You're growing with us, hopefully, or you left us and you're like, those fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah. And if you did, that's okay. Yeah, well, you won't hear this anyway, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyways, Avita Singh, good day, good night, good evening, good afternoon. Good morning. Good morning. Have a beautiful day, a wonderful evening, and a wonderful night. Bye.